Happy Thursday, everybody. This is the very first Bible study breakdown episode of 2023, and it is such a good one. Today, we are inside of the book of Amos in the Bible, and we're going to be talking about three action steps that you have to implement this year in order to get more high ticket coaching clients and increase your income in 2023. Okay, so I need you to grab your Bible, grab a highlighter and a notepad because you're going to want to take notes on these three action steps, friend. Also, I need to let you know that High Ticket Powerhouse, my group coaching program happening this year to teach you how exactly my step-by-step process, sales scripts, all the things, how to get more high ticket clients and make more money in 2023, we're kicking off in 18 days. And my calendar is opening back up to start taking calls again with people who are wanting to see if this is a good fit on Monday, January 9th, because right now I am not even on the mainland of the United States, okay? So you need to make sure that you're getting on my calendar because as soon as my plane touches down in snowy Nebraska, that calendar is going to start booking up. So if you haven't already, go down in the show notes, click the link, book a call with me, and let's see if High Ticket Powerhouse is a perfect fit for you in 2023. All right, friend, let's get to the episode. Hey coach, welcome to the Bibles, Babies, and Business podcast. Are you ready to get more consistent, high ticket clients in your online coaching business without having to go through exhausting flopped launches? Are you constantly searching for podcast episodes, looking for that key to unlocking $10,000 months in your business? Do you have big dreams of becoming debt-free, going on more family vacations, and staying home with your kids? But right now, your business isn't even breaking $2,000 a month? Hey there, I'm Cami. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. A few years ago, before I was known for being a high-ticket sales expert for online coaches, and before I founded my program, High Ticket Powerhouse, which offers some of the best marketing and sales strategy in the coaching industry, I was just your average online coach struggling to get by. I didn't know how to get clients, make consistent money online, or get out of the painful cycle of living paycheck to paycheck and drowning in debt. And to make matters worse, my husband and I were struggling through years of infertility and needed tens of thousands of dollars to grow our family. Oh, and on top of that, student loans and credit card debt. Needless to say, financially, we were a sinking ship. My business needed to make money. My family depended on it. That's when I discovered the art of how to close high ticket sales. And the best part? You don't need thousands of Instagram followers or ever have to struggle through another duct taped Instagram launch ever again. In this podcast, you'll find practical sales strategies to use in your own coaching business, biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, and a healthy dose of tough love. Because one thing you need to know about me, I don't sugarcoat it. My ultimate goal is to turn you into an absolute powerhouse at selling your high ticket coaching online. So you can be a blessing to your family, a blessing to your clients, and create life-changing impact for the kingdom of heaven. So grab your Bible, your laptop, and let's get to work. Because you were made for this. So the book of Amos, again, 
Another not so popular book in the Bible. We're in like that section of the Bible. Where it's like those hidden books that like nobody ever really talks about. But yet there's still so much wealth of knowledge and principles that we should glean from in these books. And honestly, the book of Amos is it's kind of a downer. Like it's important, but it's definitely not a warm, fuzzy feeling book. So the overall theme of the book is this. God has given Israel guidelines to live by. They dropped the ball over and over and over and over as humans do. And now God is telling them through the prophet Amos that he's essentially going to discipline Israel, okay? Which is not fun. And if you read it, you can see it's not fun. And God really doesn't hold back at all. And that's most of the book is God explaining, hey, I told you what to do. You didn't do it. You continually drop the ball. And so here's what's going to happen. And that's most of the book. That's, that's why, like when you, anytime I record, my dogs insist on shaking their collars. It's okay. We're, we're, we're keeping on recording. So that's most of the book. That's why it's not really a warm, fuzzy feeling book. However, at the very end, God gives a glimmer of hope by telling Israel that, hey, I am eventually going to restore you. And that's the passage that we are studying today. So I need you to open up your Bibles to Amos chapter 9. I'm going to read to you verses 11 through 15. In that day, I will restore the fallen house of David. I will repair its damaged walls. From the ruins, I will rebuild it and restore its former glory. And Israel will possess what is left of Edom and all the nations I have called to be mine. The Lord has spoken and he will do these things. The time will come, says the Lord, when the grain and grapes will grow faster than they can be harvested. Then the terraced vineyards on the hills of Israel will drip with sweet wine. I will bring my exiled people of Israel back from distant lands and they will rebuild their ruined cities and will live in them again. They will plant vineyards and gardens. They will eat their crops and drink their wine. I will firmly plant them there in their own land. They will never again be uprooted from the land I have given them, says the Lord your God. So there is hope at the end of this very edgy book of the Bible. And there's two big notes that I really want you to take away from this passage that we just read. In verse 11, God says that he is going to rebuild Israel's walls and rebuild it from the ruins and restore its former glory. But then down in verse 14, God says the people will rebuild their ruined cities, that the people will plant the vineyards and gardens, that the people will get to enjoy the fruit of their labor by eating the crops that they planted and drinking the wine. So there's this contrast here between who is actually doing the rebuilding and the restoring. Who's actually doing the work here? Is it God or is it the people? And the truth is, it's both. God can choose to do miracles all on his own without the work of humans. This is oftentimes, like we see this in the Bible. This is an example would be the miraculous conception with Mary. Now Mary did carry Jesus, but like she had no part in the actual conception of Jesus. Like that just poof, happened, okay? That was all the Lord. Jesus healed many people instantly in the Bible. So sometimes God chooses, again, to do a miracle without requiring us to do work. And many times God chooses to do miracles 
through the faithful and obedient work of his people. This is where I say this on the show all the time. Faith without works is dead. That is scripture. In other words, faith without action is dead. If you are, if you, let me just paint you some imagery here. If you are just running on a hamster wheel, just doing everything in your own power and you're not putting any faith into your work, God considers that dead. If you're sitting on your couch praying day in, day out and refuse to do any work and you're only praying, God also considers that dead. It's faith and works, faith and action. That is the equation that the Lord gives us. God desires us to work. This is a principle we see in the Bible over and over and over. And I know humans, particularly Americans, we really do our darndest to try and avoid work or do the least amount of work as possible in order to reap the harvest or the, the biggest reward. Like, I I don't have any, like evidence of this, but it's just, it's just like a thought that goes through my head. You know, there's so much emphasis in our country put on retirement, but like, is retirement even really biblical? Like, are we really called to just like stop working and just like live our days and just not being productive? Like, those are just my own thoughts. I don't actually have biblical scripture surrounding that. I'm just, those are just thoughts that go up in my head. Like, is the way that we view work in our world and specifically in America, is that really the way that the Lord intended us to view work? Because I mean, like, I, I personally believe that as long as there is breath in our lungs, we are called to be productive. Now you could be productive and earning income, or you could be productive and not earning income. That's not necessarily, that's also like a worldly view is that like, in order to be productive, you have to be earning money. That's not true at all. But I just, I just wonder sometimes, like, do we have it twisted on, we're all just w- working for the day of retirement and then just thinking we're just gonna kick back on a beach with like a drink in our hands and just like call it good for the rest of our life? Like, I don't know, there's something about that that just seems very off to me. I digress. The bottom line is God desires for us to work. We see that over and over and over in the Bible. Adam in the garden, the Proverbs 31 woman. Here's what you need to know. You have an assignment here on earth that you are supposed to be working on. Some of us are, some of us are not. There's an assignment we have here on this side of heaven. There's something that we are supposed to do. And many of you are here listening to the show because that work that the Lord has given to you includes building, notice that is an action word, building a coaching business. Now, what I'm about to say, I feel very strongly for everybody here, myself included, listening to the podcast right now. God will not do the work for you in 2023. Now, he'll bless the faithful work and action that you bring to the table, but he will not do the work for you. Let's not get it twisted. If in 2023... Your business is not getting the results that you want it to. And I ask you, what action steps are you taking to move your business forward? And you tell me, oh, I'm praying and waiting on the Lord. May I submit to you that you might actually be spiritually bypassing. That means using something that looks really pure, like praying and waiting on the Lord. Those are both biblical principles. 
but could it possibly have any opportunity that we are using that as an excuse to not do the thing that God told us to do? Waiting on the Lord is biblical. I was reading that in scripture just yesterday. Waiting on the Lord, praying and waiting, that is 100% something that the Lord asks us to do. And if God is telling you 100% in this season that you need to pray and wait, and this is not the season for action, then you have to do that. Like, like that is, that is obedience right there. And if the Lord told you to move three months ago, and you're still telling people that you're waiting and praying on the Lord, then what's really happening is you're being disobedient. Let's just call it like it is, friends. This year, God expects you to move. He expects you to take action. He expects me to take action. He expects us collectively to work. Not to be a workaholic, not to do things in our own strength, not to take uncalculated, unprayerful action steps and just make decisions without him. Don't hear what I'm not saying, but God has called us to work and to be consistently, faithfully taking action steps to build the business that he has told you to build. Because blessings come from obedience. And so today, I'm going to run through three action steps that every single online coach will need to take in 2023 in order to sign high ticket clients and be profitable in their business. This is the work that God will not be doing for you. This is on your task list, okay? Number one, you need to have a niche that sells. This is going to sting for some of you. Some of you need to change your niche. The number one reason people buy something, and especially coaching programs, is to solve a problem. Problems cause pain. People don't like pain. So they will invest their hard-earned dollars into solutions to avoid continuing to experience that pain. And right now, there is a huge economy issue happening in America. Inflation, super high. Grocery bills, high. Gas prices, high. More people are living paycheck to paycheck now than there have been in decades. This does not mean that we start selling low ticket offers. Again, do not hear what I am not saying. This does mean that we start solving bigger and more painful problems. When your ideal client goes to make their budget for the month and they're trying to weigh, does your coaching fit into their essential part of their budget? Because the essentials in their budget is like, do we have enough money for mortgage, for heating, for groceries this month, for, for the medicines that, that we're taking? Like, is your coaching also fitting into that budget? And for some of you, it's not because frankly, we're not solving big enough or painful enough problems, okay? And I know that that stings for some of you, but if you, I would rather tell you what you need to hear and, and change and pivot and like 
let's swallow our pride. Let's not be so married to our niche that we throw common sense out the window and, and pivot and make those changes and then go out and, and get clients and help them have transformations and, and make more money in 2023. Then tell you what you want to hear and just tickle your ears with things that sound good and have you go on continuing to get the same results that you did in 2022. Again, I would rather, like the, the Bible warns against flattery. You will not be hearing flattery on this podcast. Forewarning. Now, in my free training, High Ticket Sales Code, again, hear me, free, F-R-E-E, requires zero of your dollars. In my free training, High Ticket Sales Code, I go deeper on this topic, choosing a niche that sells. And it's down in the show notes. You can click the link there and get instant access to that free training. That is number one. You have to have a niche that sells. And for some of you, that's going to absolutely mean that you're pivoting your niche, right? Number two, you need to be intentionally going out of your way to initiate conversations with your ideal client. I know. I know because I felt this myself. I know because I've heard this from you guys that you would rather sit back and have people come to you. I get it. Wouldn't we all? And there will be a day where you open up your phone and you have multiple messages with potential clients just sitting in your DMs. However, let us not have a spirit of entitlement and think that that's just going to happen all on its own. We have to put in our dues. We have to do the work. I know that this makes introverts cringe and I get it, but please stop expecting growth to be comfortable. Your business will not grow in your comfort zone. Now, this doesn't mean that you're going to start sending weird cold pitch messages to people in the DMs and sending like, hey girl messages. We're not doing that. Okay. Let's be normal humans. Although I have done that in the past. I cringe at myself. Um, everything that I'm telling you guys to like not do, I'm telling it to you from a place of humility because I've made every single one of these mistakes over the past years. So please, when I tell you guys things that are hard to hear, it's not from a place of I'm holier than thou. It's from a place of, hey, I've made that mistake. And let's have, I would so much rather tell you so that you can avoid going down that bunny trail and wasting time and money, okay? Let me just save you the effort and tell it to you straight. Let's not send weird hate girl messages. And also let's realize that you are going to have to go out and virtually shake hands with people on Instagram. I love this example. If I was going to, to create, build, and open a brand new restaurant in a city, here's what I would not do. I wouldn't quietly buy the building not put up any signs, not shake hands with the other business owners in the area, not put out flyers and just one day have an open sign and I just sit there next to the kitchen and wait for people to come in. That's what I would not do. That it would be a recipe for an absolute disaster. That would be a recipe for a business failing. And that is the literal equivalence of what coaches are doing when we are just sitting back and waiting for people to slide into our DMs. They're not coming. They're not coming. We're going to have to go out of our way to create engaging content. And that's where most coaches stop. They're creating engaging content and then they're just posting and hoping. That's not a strategy. Yes, you will be creating engaging content. And in addition to that, you will be going out and virtually shaking hands with your ideal client. You will be consistently meeting new people, creating deep 
great conversations, great relationships that are eventually going to convert into paying clients. Prior to my podcast, that was the number one way that I was getting high ticket coaching clients in my business the number one way. And inside of my program, High Ticket Powerhouse, I am bringing in a lead generation or DM expert to teach my ladies exactly how to do this. By the end of High Ticket Powerhouse, the ladies in the program will have the strategies in place to set up to know how to connect with up to 300, up to 300 potential leads by the end of the program in an exercise that takes about 30 minutes to maybe an hour a day. How worth it is that time spent? If you could spend an hour creating a piece of content or a graphic for your feed, or an hour going out and virtually shaking hands with potential clients, I would rather you forego the content. Fun fact, I rarely post on my Instagram grid. Now that's not like a goal of mine. It's actually a goal of mine in 2023 to uh, post more to my grid. And I have this entire like content strategy experiment that I'm going to be doing in 2023. But the point I'm trying to make to you is I have very rarely posted to my grid. And yet the end of 2023 has been my most profitable contracted sales ever in my business. Why? Because I have made it a goal to connect, have actual conversations with, virtually shake hands with people that are ideal clients. Content is not the number one thing that converts. Conversations will convert better any day than content will. You need content, absolutely. It's just not the most important thing contributing to your sales, okay? And again, in High Ticket Powerhouse, my ladies are learning a DM strategy that will set them up to connect with up to 300 potential ideal clients by the end of the program. If you have not yet gotten a call on the books with me for on or after January 9th to see if High Ticket Powerhouse is a good fit, what are you doing? What are you doing? Okay, I love you, but let's let's pull it together. Pull it together, friend, okay? Click the link, get a call on my books. Number three. Okay. So number two was intentionally going out of your way to initiate conversations with your ideal client because conversations are going to convert better than content will any day. Okay. Number three, you have to have a high ticket sales strategy that you can wash, rinse, and repeat all year long to get high ticket coaching clients any day of the year. Let me tell you a secret. Launching is not designed to make you money any day of the year. It is designed to make you money at very certain points throughout the year. And the number one struggle that many coaches are telling me that they're struggling with, okay? So so usually when people come to me, they're, usually their number one struggle is, is something like, I need to get clients or I need to consistently get clients. I'm getting them, but it's super sporadic. And so... If I were to say one of, let's, let's say it that way, one of the number one struggles that coaches are telling me that they are dealing with is inconsistent sales, inconsistent income coming into their business, which is derived from inconsistently signing clients because signing clients is how we get money. Inside of my group program, High Ticket Powerhouse, which is kicking off in 18 days, I'm teaching you not one, but two, two ways to sell your high ticket coaching program and get more high ticket coaching clients without launching. 
I'm not anti-launching. I am not. Many people think I, I, I think people think that I'm like anti-launching. I'm not anti-launching. I'm launching right now. I'm anti-posting and hoping. And unfortunately, that was the only business strategy that many of you ever learned. And that's why you're not getting clients. That's why you're not making money because your sales strategy consists of creating content, posting it, and just sitting back and hoping that people click the link in your bio or slide into your DMs. It doesn't work that way. So if you want two, not one, two sales strategies in order to know how to get clients any day of the year, go into the show notes, click the link to book a call with me. I will be back in my office on Monday to start taking calls again for this program. Let's see if High Ticket Powerhouse is a perfect fit for you in 2023. Because coach, if you want 2023 to be different, you are going to have to take different action. God will not do the work for you this year. All right. I love you. I better see your name on my calendar when I am back in the office on Monday. See you soon. Hey coach. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you got exactly what you needed to hear, even if it stung a little. Every week, I am committed to showing up here on the show and bringing you not one, but two value-packed episodes to help you grow deeper in your faith, build a profitable coaching business, and become an absolute powerhouse at getting high-ticket coaching clients online. And the number one way that you can support the Bible's Babies and Business podcast is by taking 30 seconds to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and then share this show with a friend. Thank you for partnering with me to get these episodes out to as many online coaches as possible because the world needs more powerhouse women building online coaching businesses for the kingdom of heaven. I appreciate you. I love you. And I'll see you in the next episode.